Hey, Dave. It's, it's been a while. It has, yes. Very busy. Time flies. Man, yeah, yeah. We, but we want to go. We wanted to record more episodes. So we just decided to be more, like, be more uh, specific, topic based, and not do long shows because we can do this. We can record these ones and, you know, get it out to uh, fellow storyline developers. <laughs> That's right. That's correct. <laughs> and on today's episode, we want to talk about captions and how they relate to storyline. What's the best way to create them? What are the tips and tricks that we have, what we have learned through different projects. And we have about four tips. Uh, and let me start with the basic creation of the, of the captions storyline. You know, you have the caption editor, one might call it. And me and my wife, uh, she's part of uh, the, the team here, have been working a lot with, we have just bunch of translations this year it's crazy like spanish french russian hungarian so we've been working with different subtitles and uh, maya came up with a really nice like quick way to create subtitles and uh, optimize the process as much as possible so let me try to explain this and dave please stop me if anything doesn't make sense we haven't discussed this before uh so the first step is you open the caption editor, you know, adjust the uh, uh, zoom level a bit. Usually I zoom out a bit so I have a broader view. And then you just start creating the blank empty subtitles, you know, and just follow the breaks that you see. And usually the break is at the end of the sentence and it's like 99% you're going to get that. So just create those, that, those subtitles from beginning to end. You know, maybe at the middle you're not sure about something, you can do a quick preview or you can fix that later. Uh, and just create those empty subtitles. Then you jump to your script. You uh, Actually, let me jump back. Then you click on the first empty subtitle, empty caption box, and it starts playing. So you hear exactly what is it that, what is in that caption. At that point, when it's playing, you jump to the script and, you know, maybe you can guess that it's it's the first ten sentence or you can wait until the caption finishes and then you know exactly what to copy. And then you copy-paste, you go back, you know, copy, command-tab, control-tab back to the storyline, paste it, and then don't, don't, don't uh, bring the mouse into this equation, just press the tab the tab button will jump to the next caption. It's going to start playing. At that point, you jump, you jump back to the script and just repeat the process, you know. You just keep jumping from, from uh, caption to caption and keep listening to what's there and just copy-paste that. And you're going to be very quickly through the whole thing. And I think Maya, she was creating many subtitles. She actually, she went through all the slides and just created the blank subtitles. And then when she was done with that, she went back to the first slide and copy the text in, you know. So it's really, it was Henry Ford style, just everything serialized. That's the best way we found to create subtitles. Dave, any feedback? Uh, did it all make sense? Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, I think a lot of the time you're you're like trying to like listen and like, oh, there's a point and... Yeah, uh, you know, then you're trying to copy, and then you're like, oh, oh, I have to go back and replay it, and oh, there's that point again. Now I got to drag it, and 
And so, yeah, to be able to just, uh, as long as you've got a, as long as you have a uh, kind of decision on how long you want your captions, then yeah, it's like, that makes total sense. That would be a big time saver to just get those kind of uh, frames that you can put the, the text into. And one more tip, I was, I was, I, I think I went multiple times through Storylines documentation about shortcuts, and there was no shortcut for add new caption, like, you know, you create mm. the blank one where your cursor is. And I had a trick in the past, but it's, it's not worth mentioning. But last time, I mean, I don't know, a few months ago, I accidentally press Alt key. And, you know, when you press Alt, like all the buttons sort of sort of light up and show you what's what. And uh, number, no, not number, letter N appeared next to caption, which means Alt N is new caption. So that's the shortcut if you're looking for it. Because, uh, yeah, it wasn't obvious, but yeah. Now, now I know what it is. So Alt, Alt, N, Alt, N, that's the, that's the shortcut to insert new caption. That's great. And that's kind of a, a, an extra tip too. Press Alt if you can't figure out. Yeah, exa- yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, and just to add to this uh, tip, another small one. If you want to get sort of prepared to with subtitles before you get the voiceover recorded, you can use text-to-speech feature in Storyline and then check mark the box that says uh, that it's it's going to create captions with the audio. And then when you get the voice recorded, you can just replace that audio with the you know fresh voiceover MP3, and then you can just adjust the captions that have been generated beforehand. However, this this uh, process is not perfect, and Dave has some firsthand experience. Yeah, I, mean, I use text to speech and press that little caption button often. the uh, The only thing I don't like about it is it tends to it'll it'll seem a little random in the length of uh, where the cutoff points are between caption points. So. If, like, say you have uh, an extra word before the period, uh, it might cut it off right there instead of saying, like, in a more smart way, oh, I've got one more word and a period. I'm going to make sure I contain the whole sentence in the the, the caption, uh, which is okay, but often for a final project, I'll go back and uh, doing that saves a lot of time and that it, it creates, it kind of gets your set up. I'll often go back and, like, make little adjustments to the uh, in and out points of the captions and move that that last word and period into the previous uh, uh, out mm-hmm. point. And uh, so I wish it worked a little bit better and, and tried to use, tried to cut it off at, at end of sentences. Um, so it does work very well and it does speed things up, but I, it's just something uh, you have to do if you want it uh, to be a little bit cleaner. Yeah, it's too bad that it's not smarter about how it distributes words. I mean, one would expect that one word and the dot at the end, that that just shouldn't happen. Yeah, if there are shorter sentences or short enough, it'd be great, at least if there were set, uh, settings, rather, to try and, and cut it off at sentences. So, Dave, let's say I have a project with 
many, many subtitles. And I just got those subtitles translated. I, I want to import them back, but I only have three minutes to do it. What's my approach? So we've run into this a number of times, but yeah, you have a you could have a pretty big project with a lot of uh, captions, and you might want to send it to a translation company, or or a lot of companies have like internal groups uh, that handle uh, translation, or or it's just you know I'm going to send it to our French division and have them translate uh, the project. Uh, what you can't do in Storyline is just output all those VTT files, uh, which are basically when you create a caption mm-hmm. under the hood, it create creates a VTT file, uh, which which is just a plain text file. Yeah, it's just a plain text file which kind of tells the system with the in and out points for the captions and what text goes in there. So you end up with these, and it'd be great if you could just output all those, send them uh, to your translation group. They can open them up in a text editor, edit the the files so that um, it's the translated text, and then you bring them back in. But there's not quite a way to do that in Storyline. Uh, Even with exporting, you, there's no way to with one click to export everything. Not, yeah, not those caption files. Uh, but what, what you can do is you can, uh, I'll say this too, make a copy of your project. Yes. Uh, save a backup. Always save a backup when you're doing this. Uh, but what you can do is you can you can take your file, which will be whatever it's called dot story. That's your storyline file. You can change the dot story to a dot zip, Z-I-P, and it becomes a compressed zip file, uh, which it really is, but you're just now able to look under the hood a bit. Um, now that it's a zip file, you can open it up in any uh, decompression zip uh, tool and... And you can, uh, you'll see basically a folder structure in there. Uh, and y- you can uh, jump into the story folder. You'll see a folder called story. Within that folder, you'll see a folder called media. And if you jump in there, you'll see all the VTT files, the caption files for your project. So you could copy and, or basically, um, exp- what do you call it? De- decompress them out of the folder. Ex- extract extract that's the word perfect thank you extract those files throw all those files uh to your uh whoever is going to edit them now they can open them up in a text uh, editor they can send you those vtt files back now all you have to do is uh, import them back into the zip file or rezip the file uh, and change the name from dot zip to dot story again and now your storyline file will have all those updated captions that's fantastic, and and but I think uh, you mentioned that you shouldn't change, you shouldn't work on the file while it's being translated, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, just because Storyline can auto generate certain that you know Storyline generates those VTT files from what you're doing, and if you make any changes or, or change things around, it can mess up the naming of those VTT files. Mm -hmm. And so if you try to import them back in and now one has a slightly different auto-generated name or whatever it might be, it can goof things up. So yeah, I I recommend not editing the project while you're uh, getting the translation done, which you you don't really want to do anyway because that can often cause a need to get uh, certain things retranslated again. So you really do want to get your, whatever your, your uh, default language is get that version approved first before you 
get the translation done. Oh yes, yes. I like I, I triple ask if the VO has been confirmed before I send it to recording. Yeah, and just to to uh, attach to your tip, um, if you're not into this saucy approach, you can always go to media library in Storyline and export each caption from here. You know, you, you go to the audio section, you select the MP3, and you can easily export it to the VTT. You know, it's a bit more manual, manual work, but um, I think all the names are kept, uh, all the names match the, the voice name, uh, so it all should be nice and clear where everything goes. Yeah, that's a that's a great tip. That's uh, if you have a smaller course. Yeah, you don't like you said earlier to me before we started this. You don't have to go to each uh, slide and try to, or even each audio, you know, each audio clip yeah. in each slide. You can just yes. go into the library and get them all there. Yeah, and uh, one more tip when you when you're importing back, you know, the names will match, which, which is really nice, so you know wh- what goes where. Uh, but there is something, just a small detail I learned. Uh, you know, if you have an audio that is used multiple times, that means it has the same subtitles, basically. And I had this case when we had, uh, you know, layer feedbacks, so it's correct by and incorrect, and it was the same audio, and it basically explaining what's the correct solution. Um, so when you import it back, you right-click on the caption or there on the button to, to add the caption, and then you say apply to both or apply to two uses of this audio or apply to three uses of this audio. So you apply the same caption to basically the same audio that has been used multiple times on different slides or layers. So uh, don't forget about that one because it doesn't it doesn't happen automatically. Uh, you have to sort of force it to go to all the uses. Yeah, that's great. Okay, we've done that one. Now let's go to number three. Now this is just my tip if you're working on a if you have a like a translation project in Storyline, uh, without the VO being translated. So basically, if you have an English course and the client wants the Spanish version, you need to create Spanish subtitles. And the best way to approach this is do not, I repeat, do not send this, the voiceover script to the translation. First, in Storyline, create English captions and, you know, sync it up with the English VO, then export those captions, you know, with the, via VTT method, and get those plain VTT TXT files translated, and then just import them back. Everything will be translated, everything will be synced up, and, you know, client will be happy. There. Short and sweet. <laughs> done and done. Uh, and let's jump to number four. Dave, you have some tips about captions and accessibility. Yeah, not quite a storyline tip, but, uh, you know, captions are certainly a great way uh, to, you know, up the level of your course uh, from an accessibility standpoint. But if you want to level up even more, I would suggest uh, writing your script so it describes the audio sounds that you have. You know, your user might not be able to hear uh, and differentiate between, let's say, different characters uh, or realize there's music or sound effects or whatever you might have. Uh, and so if you can note that in your script and your captions, uh, you know, if you've got multiple characters, uh, have their name, you know, a colon and who's saying what, so that, 
someone uh, that can't hear but is just reading your captions doesn't get lost in what's going on, and they they get that same sort of uh, feel and experience that you're uh, you're going for. Yeah, very nice. Something something to keep in mind yeah, when working with captions. Okay, I think that wraps it up. It says twenty minutes on my recording machine, which is like perfetto. We we just we nailed it. So, Dave, uh, where can people find you? Are you on the internet? Is there a way to reach you? Where can people follow you? Yeah, you can go to davidcharney.com. I'm there. I'm I'm I've been so busy that I'm on Twitter. I'm on other things, but uh, I glance at them from time to time. But uh, yeah, no, I'm around. You're around. That's nice. And you can find me on uh, natesorgadulmin.com, actually. That that domain has been registered, but uh, the website is not quite finished. It's, you know, one of those things that just to wait until there, are not, there, there aren't any more projects to work on. <laughs> Luckily, I've been so busy with work that the website just didn't play a role at all. Um, yeah, and if you want to maybe ask us a question or something, you can always visit thelearningguys.com and use the submit form there. And if you're new to Storyline, maybe take a peek at our Master Storyline course at masterstoryline.com and you know, maybe learn something, maybe ask us. What's troubling you? Very nice, uh, yeah. What's troubling you? What, what, what are your challenges? And we'll, we'll try to address those. Uh, thank you, everyone, and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Yep, thanks, everyone. Happy learning.